Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Namaste, mads and mamas. Today, we are pressing the reset button on imbalances in vata dosha. So many of you know that infusing Ayurveda practices into my modern life as well as my family's modern life is something that I'm deeply passionate about. I've experienced more balance, calm, peace, and just overall well-being doing these tools. And I really truly believe it's an ancient wisdom that we all need to be reapplying to cope with our chaotic and often very stressful modern life. So for those of you who may be new to Ayurveda, Ayurveda is essentially the science and wisdom of life. It is the oldest holistic medical health system rooted in ancient India that is all about optimal well-being and mental, physical, and spiritual balance. So this is not about treating symptoms and then trying to overcome disease. It's about total well-being and balance in our body so that diseases are prevented. And when we experience stress or dis-ease in our body, it is a sign that one of our doshas or our vital energies has gone out of balance. And it gives us the wisdom through lifestyle practices, self-care practices, the correct yoga, pranayama, the breathing techniques, and the meditations that are rooted in yogic practices that we need to practice. So it's essentially the sister science of yoga because together these two sciences were always meant to be practiced. You have the the science of how you live your life and how what you eat and how you sleep, which affects the right tools that you need to practice as far as on the yoga mat, the meditations, the breathing exercises that's going to keep you in balance. And since we are a microcosm of the larger spiritual and physical world, basically the five elements in the physical reality of water, fire, earth, ether, and space or air is all within us as well. So a big part of Ayurveda is learning that when the seasons shift, how our diet should be shifting, how our exercise, how our yoga practices, how um, we need to sustain and optimize our health in our body based on the experience of how seasons shift us and change us. So when there is dis-ease or this imbalance, this is stress. Stress that we don't uh, address or that becomes chronic or prolonged then manifests into dis-ease. So if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about, I talk about the stress um, aspect of when we've gotten out of balance, how Ayurveda talks about healing mental, emotional, and physical stress, you definitely want to tune into episode three. This is specifically each season I'm going to go through how to help us create some lifestyle shifts and what are the right meditations and yoga practices and exercises that we should be doing 
to help us stay in balance. So right now, as I tape this, I'm looking at the fall beautiful leaves. Um, I live in the Northeast and depending on where you live in the world, I know I have a lot of listeners in India, you know, depending where you are geographically, the Northern Hemisphere obviously um, is experiencing cooler weather once we hit the end of the year versus, you know, the Southern Hemisphere. So really take into account where you're living. But this is essentially for fall, autumn lifestyle shifts, especially if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere. Vata Dosha, which is the energy and the season for fall, is all about coolness. It's about wind, air, ether. So I really want you to embody the wind. Think about a fall crisp day, how that feels different than a summer humid day, right? It feels cooler, your skin feels drier, your body feels colder. The The air you breathe feels cooler going in. And so all of this affects how our body functions and the type of stress that we experience. And so um, each season, so when we get into late winter, spring, that is kapha season. So during that time, I will do another podcast around you know the balances how to balance out kapha dosha and then when we get into the summer um next year in 2020 i will do a uh pita balancing um podcast i want it to be really relevant i don't want to bombard you with so many so much information right now we want to give you what's relevant in your life at this moment so when you're considering that We want to understand what happens to our body. If you're someone like me and, you know, we have our constitutions, what we're born with, whether we have um, tridoshic where we have a balance of all three doshas. Usually we have one that's predominant and one that is secondary. And um, you can take quizzes like mind body um, quizzes. There's one that I have on my blog that I will link in the show notes um, that you can find on my website under podcast so that you can actually understand and if you don't know what your balance or your mind-body type is, you can figure that out. So even if you're not predominantly vata, this still affects you. The, the coolness, um, how it affects your mind, we tend to have more mental stress around this time. Think about it. It's just like all the, the stress from Thanksgiving and Christmas and buying things and starting of school, this new school year and winding down the year. So when you think about fall and um, autumn, you want to think about the season of change. The temperature starts to drop. The body scrambles to now protect itself from the heat loss, very vastly different to the summer when it's perspiring and it's hot and it's humid and we feel more fire within us. We feel more impatient. We need to be cooling our body. Now we need to think about warming our body. So we, even though um, we're like being taught that kale salads and green juices are really good for you and cold smoothies, you know, there are certain times of days that we want to indulge in that and actually certain times of years. And right now, when in the fall, when it's cool, eating the kale salads, eating those, um, drinking those green smoothies are not balancing to your body. It can actually throw off the wind energy within you. And essentially what happens is there's too much wind in our mind, which manifests in anxiety, worrying, racing, because there's too much energy in our thoughts. And if you tune into episode 13, which is all about pressing the reset button on anxiety. I really dive deep into that mental stress, um, how to balance that out. But then how does manifest in our body too much air? The seat of vata is in our gut. So it manifests as 
gas, really stinky, stinky tubes. That's when you know that your food is not digesting properly and there's not enough heat. Constipation, bloating, any sort of like bloating after you eat meals, this is a sign that your food is not digesting properly. Um, So that's just excess air in the body, right? too much air so to balance that out we need to feel grounded and we need to release and settle that air and how we do that is bringing warmth into our body so when we talk about doshas we talk about vata pitta and kapha but these are the imbalanced states i want you to start thinking of and the proactive of what you need to build and this is ojas and tejas and prana and so ojas Think of it of like the life-sustaining force. It is your energy reserve to help you feel dynamic and push you through life to fulfill your dharma or your life purpose. Then you have your tejas, which is your inner light, your radiance, your your um, inner fire to ignite you when to catapult you into movement and to want to be a change maker and to want to take action and do things in the world that will um, shift your life and shift other people's lives. And then you have prana which we hear a lot of is the life force energy without our life force energy that we get through our breath we cannot be alive this is what sustains us at our core is the amount of life force and the clarity of our life force and how it's flowing through our body so when we talk about balancing ourselves it's really about nourishing in the in the cold months of building ojas foods like foods that are warm think of um, root vegetables like carrots and beets and um, hard winter squash and pumpkins and butternut squash drinking more soups not so much the salads definitely if you're eating a salad the only time you really want to be eating the salad is during um, the daytime when the sun is at its peak and your body um, around like between um, the hours of 10 and 2 is the only time during vata season you really want to be having a salad also no free and cold smoothies guys make it room temperature green juices again don't consume them super cold because it's going to uh, burn off the inner fire that is already trying to rekindle and it's having a harder time because it's so cold so think of like soups and paninis are great and these are the types of foods like arugula is really good warming arugula cauliflower soup any sort of like even like sweet potatoes these are great things to consume and think about it right these are all the things that are seasonal right now you go apple pinking eating warm applesauce warming apples amazing pears are in season right now pomegranates are great almonds really good for um, nourishing your ojas and giving you that stamina in this fall autumn season and have you noticed right you want to restore vitality into your body and especially your skin your skin loses its luster in the fall like and the reason of that is because the vitality of the skin goes down when the blood vessels constrict with colder temperatures so your pulse rate drops with temperature and warm blood that is close to the surface of your skin um, radiates too much heat so when the outside temperature drops your body tries to protect itself from the heat loss by reducing blood flow to your skin and your arms and your legs and that's how you experience the coldness in your feet you feel like you can't warm up Do you know, this is really, I thought was pretty fascinating, but trees experience this too. So when the weather starts turning cold, um, they pull their sap into their core and their roots. Um, So then when their leaves wither and fall, the reducing blood flow 
that goes outwards, I say blood flow, but with the reducing energy that flows outwards is consumed within. And so for us, the reducing blood flow dries out our skin and leaves it feeling dull and lusterless. And, you know, no matter how much oil that you put on it, it, like at least for me, I feel like it doesn't have that glow that I have in the summertime. Using like oils like Abhyanga, which is really big self-oil massages, is a beautiful act of self-care warming it up a little bit in the microwave or on the stove and then using that to massage your body for vatas sesame oil um, for pitas and kaffas uh, coconut oil is great but i love banyan botanicals i really do like banyan botanicals in organic india those are my go-to for my oils i use banyan botanicals and those are the two companies that i are like my go-to for the herbs and like the pills and as well as the oils Going along with that, like if you're someone who can't feel warm in the wintertime or you feel like your feet are always cold, like that's me, you know, it's actually wearing two pairs of socks might not necessarily help. It's actually making sure that your core is warm. So yes, always have the socks, but make sure you have a sweater. Make sure you have something that is warming on your um, chest. Of course, the heat is going to help you feel more grounded and more safe. I love using, especially in the winter time, in the fall time, using a weighted blanket at nighttime will help your nervous system feel relaxed. There's weighting comforts. I like that company. And you you can, there's so many like weighted blankets, even like my dad's found it in Costco. Like they're just becoming a thing now. So you can go, it's based on the your body percent weight. And like, do you need like a 10 pound or 15 pound I like the heavier weight on me so that really helps as well especially during sleeping to make sure that your body is stays warm fall time is a time for inspiration and new ideas this is a really an opportunity to reflect over the last few months and this can evoke emotions so a lot of times we just want to curl up on the couch and just like relax and not do anything but this is a real time of making sure that we don't aggravate our mental stress by overthinking things we want to keep things moderate and calm and steady so that includes even in your exercise like don't be doing no orange theory or um like something that's crossfit like if you're feeling anxious what you need more of is like a flow vinyasa class that's like even paced doing sun salutations in the morning pilates class bar class you know these are great to like warming up your core working your um, legs doing squats are amazing and if you have anxiety you want to lay off like doing push-ups or lifting weights too much because that's bringing energy up and we want to feel grounded so doing all those leg exercises are fantastic sure you can run but don't go so crazy like going at like 10 miles per hour and you're like completely fatiguing yourself like you want to go at a moderate even pace so if that's like five mile per hour six seven like just keep it even uh, moderate and steady that's like what you want to consider when you're thinking about exercises and so even though I am a kundalini yoga and meditation teacher I do recognize that when you're a vata you like feeling light and a lot of energy moves to your head when you're doing kundalini yoga so you have to make sure that if you're doing some sort of yoga like that um, you are staying grounded before you engage in something like that and so that's 
excruciating, like that's really um, especially important during these vata and kapha months when things are really cold. Um, so with yoga, any poses that really help you ground and stay focused, like tree poses and mountain poses and child poses, all so great. They keep you level and grounded. Um, and then for meditations, because your mind tends to be a little bit out of focus at this time, I love just focusing on a mantra. So just sitting there and whether it's like you're chanting ohms, when you chant ohms, you want to envision your mouth is open and you're just using your um, the sounds. So om is the only word where you're not using your tongue to make those sounds. And so you really just want your mouth to be open and then the sound is just what you, while you close your mouth, that's what the sound should be. You're not forcing yourself to say the word om. So when you hear, feel the vibration in your body, it should start at your navel point, work up, to your chest and end um, at the tip of your nose. That's how the mantra should be. Or you can place your hands on your heart, rub your hands together, create a heat, place them on your heart and just even repeat a mantra like I am safe, like bringing yourself back into your heart space and out of your mind. Another like Sanskrit based grounding mantra is Om Gam Ganapatiye Namaha, which is all about clearing obstacles and grounding. You can repeat that 11 times. And that's a wonderful way to use uh, meditation to help your mind stay focused is through a mantra. So whether you use a Sanskrit-based one or you make up your own based on what you feel, like I said, I am safe, that's a great one and it'll work. Um, as far as pranayama is concerned, you want some warming pranayama. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but the dominance of your nostrils of when you're breathing shifts every 60 to 90 minutes. The goal is, is that your nostrils are powerfully um, breathing at the same time. And if you test it out, like if you take your thumb and plug one of your nostrils in and take a deep inhale in and out, like so if you plug your right nostril in right now and take a breath in and out of your left nostril, see if you can like fully breathe through it now try it on the other side block your left nostril with your thumb and then breathe in and out of your right nostril did you notice a difference in which one is more dominant so your left nostril is all related to moon energy which is all about calming and relaxing and cooling so the right um which is related to heat and warmth and um, basically sun energy, that's what we want to activate. So right nostril breathing is a powerful way, like if you wake up and you just want to do like a meditation or doing like a um, get warm before you get out of bed, is just sit up nice and tall in your bed, crisscross your legs, um, and then use your left hand with your left thumb, block your left nostril, and then breathe in and out fully and completely um, through your right nostril, and then exhale through your right nostril. Do this repetition between eight to 10 times and it will start building up a heat in your body. It starts awakening your brain to start focusing. And so anytime, this is just like a little tip for you, if you feel like your energy is drained, like you get that 4 p.m. lull that right before like you know the evening routine starts, do some right nostril breathing to invigorate and 
uh, naturally boost your energy. And for breathing in pranayama, you want to remember that at least eight breaths per minute, like slow inhale and exhale, is what it takes to um, reset your parasympathetic nervous system. So just remember slow eight breaths, eight breaths per minute is what you need at the bare minimum to start um, reorganizing your energy and your parasympathetic nervous system. So these are just wonderful techniques that you can use to bring balance into your body, eating warm root vegetable foods, not eating any of the cold smoothies, salads, and ice cream, Um, making sure your exercise is all about thinking warmth. So yeah, even like for certain people, like hot yoga might be good, but don't swim in cold pools, running outside when it's super cold. Um, If you're already anxious, don't do competitive Uh, exercises like CrossFit and Orange Theory, uh, competitive nature and mind makes us more anxious. So really be mindful doing restorative yogas and bar classes and doing, if you're going to lift weights, make sure it's like you're, you're doing your lower body, doing leg workouts and back workouts are fantastic. Um, Your yoga postures should be more grounding, doing sun salutations, not going super crazy on the chaturangas though, Um, squatting tree pose, mountain pose. And then like I said, meditations that build focus and breathing exercise. The best one is to bring warmth, which is a easy, simple, right nostril breathing. So I really hope this serves you well as you build your resiliency and you start October and well, end October and start November, make sure that you're scheduling some downtime and free time to prepare your body for winter. Relaxation is key. Uh, Make sure that you try not to stay up too late and skip meals because this tends to create stress and um, anxiety. So just start preparing your body to kind of go into that hibernation mode, not going super kapha. Make sure you keep that exercise steady, but just allow yourself to relax and especially as we head into November and December as the craziness of the holidays can begin and can make us quite flighty and heady and anxious. There you go, guys. I hope this serves you well. If you love this episode, I'd be so grateful if you subscribe, share it with your mama besties, and leave me a review in the iTunes store. And as a free gift, I will share with you my 7-Day Stress Detox course absolutely free. This is a $79 value course I'm going to gift to you complimentary as a thank you for leaving a review. If you're a mom who wants to be more present, you struggle with being patient during tough moments during the day, and you just want to experience some peace even if it's just one minute to yourself. Well, these tools are just for you. Rooted in ancient Ayurveda, yogic wisdom, and kundalini meditations that only take three minutes, these are my daily go-to tools, especially on busy days, that helps me feel centered, calm, and balanced. And I'd love to make them accessible for you too. All you gotta do is simply email a screenshot of your review over to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com. That is T-E-J-A-L at T-E-J-A-L-V-P-A-T-E-L.com. And I'll send you the course details right away so you can get started. Thank you so much for listening and namaste.